Here we go. You're tuning in to Will Love Listen. Now listen. Hey, Haley, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, of course. Nice to see. Nice to hear from you, Will. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm good. Just busy. It's a busy time of year for me. A lot of things going on. Oh, yeah. There are awards show. Oh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, all these concerts announcements. And I'm, I cover concerts all the time. The cold hey, drop. sorry. Oh, no. I'm surprised. I'm like, the cold drop, and it wasn't even Mercury Retrograde. <laughs> so rude. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened there. No, it's all good. It's probably because I'm like in New York area. And where are you? You're in L.A.? Yes. Yes, I am in Hale, Hale City, L.A. Oh, fun. Fun. I need to make my way out yeah. there. The weather's definitely nicer. That's for sure. Yeah, but we love New York, too. They're both great. Yes. <laughs> so I've been a fan of your music since the MTV VMAs in 2018, and I followed you ever since then. And I know you have a jam-packed schedule, so I want to get right into everything. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Oh, you're welcome. Now you've been regarded as the lesbian Jesus since you hit the scene in twenty. <laughs> since you hit the scene in twenty fifteen, you've accumulated over a billion global streams, over two point three YouTube sub- million YouTube subscribers, over eight hundred forty million YouTube views, and you sold out venues across the country. That's a big feat. Now, Thank you. You're welcome. Now tomorrow, March 2nd, you have your new single and video, Hungry Heart with Steve Aoki and Galantis dropping. How is it working with Steve Aoki and Galantis? Because they're also two of my favorites. It's been a dream come true. Um, I wrote this song, Hungry Heart, a while ago, and uh, it's been one of my favorite songs. And I remember when I wrote it, I was like, my dream is to get... (laughs) someone like Steve and Galantis and I had no idea that I could actually make that happen and so to think um, all these years later that they were able to produce it and make the song what it is now it's just it's uh, so exciting and I can't wait for everyone to hear the song um, I directed a music video for it for them and it's just been wonderful to get to collaborate with you know two of the biggest DJs in the world now, would you ever consider doing a full-on EDM album? You know, that's a great question, Well, I've never thought about it. <laughs> it's funny because I love to dance. Like, I love dancing, um, and I've never really considered it. But, you know, a life is long. There's there's plenty of time to maybe explore that if, if that ends up happening down the down the road, but I'm really excited for everyone to hear Hungry Hearts, really uh, um, a song that means a lot to me. I wrote it uh, after I, I had met Becca, and uh-huh. um, it also is just like, hits really hard. It's like a fun, fun dance song, dance record. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm sure everyone's going to love it. And who knows, maybe EDM could be the theme for the third <laughs> studio album. <laughs> you just don't know, you know? You just don't know. Studio album number three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but keeping it with number two for now. So on April 5th, you're kicking off the Panorama World Tour to celebrate your sophomore album, which you co-wrote and co-produced. And you have two back-to-back shows coming up locally at New York's Irving Plaza, May 30th and May 31st. What can fans expect on this tour? 
uh, like an amazing show. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're getting into rehearsals now, and um, there's going to be dancing. I think I'm hopefully it's going to be a very immersive experience for them. I'm really excited to get to share this this, this show and this this era with them. It's been a long time coming, and I'm I just literally am losing sleep thinking about how much fun we're all going to have at the shows. Yeah, and kudos because you have a lot of dates, like not just in the U.S. but like worldwide. So congratulations! That's going to be a fun experience. It's going to be really fun. I hope you're able to to make it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try to make it out to the New York shows. Okay, awesome. Now, are you doing meet and greets? I am. Yeah, I'm doing meet and greets. And I think some of them are still available in certain cities. Uh, But it's going to be really fun because we're doing Q&As. And I'm also going to be playing an exclusive uh, uh, clip of the audiobook for Girls Like Girls and the YA romance novel that's coming out uh, May 30th. So it's going to be a really special meet and greet. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Oh, that's awesome. Now, are most of these meet and greets happening before the show or after? Before. Oh, fun, fun. This is going to be a yeah. fun show. People need to check it out. I know. I know. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait. Now, congratulations on launching the first ever gender-inclusive fragrance, Hue, which became a 2022 finalist for the Fragrance Foundation's Universal Prestige Award. Now, I feel like this is meaningful because so many people launch fragrances, but this actually has a purpose and a meeting. <laughs> thank you and it's available on hubyhaley.com how was it working on this uh fragrance it was an incredible experience i had never made a fragrance before i had no idea how challenging it was going to be and but i everything that you see from the cap to the plate to everything that you're getting to physically hold and smell I was able to create from the ground up and it's been a wonderful experience and journey because I think for me, I found confidence through smelling good. And if I wasn't able to like ask a girl out, at least I would walk by and they'd be like, oh, you smell really good. I'd be like, wow, thanks. And then I'd like run home and be like, oh my God, they said hi to me, you know? And so I wanted to create a fragrance that, um, you know, inspired people to, to love themselves more, love themselves a little harder and also... I feel confident knowing that they smell amazing. And I wear Hue literally every day. I'm like, I'm like Hue's biggest fan in the sense of I wear it all the time. And it's, <laughs> and I love it because it smells great on everyone and it has fruity so floral fun. notes, but also kind of dries down into a, a skin musk and cacao. I love it. And it's available HueByHaley.com. So people could check that out. I And I love a good yes. fragrance, especially one that everyone could feel comfortable wearing. So thank you for uh, launching this. Thank you. I'm so, so glad that people are are loving it and celebrating themselves along the way. Now, NPR has acknowledged you as one of the 21st century most influential women musicians. Rolling Stone has stated that you are at the forefront of an unapologetically queer pop movement. Big publications, big statements, uh, big praising you. As a lesbian artist, how does it feel to be breaking barriers and making a genuine difference within the music industry? For me, it's just I've always loved storytelling and I've always loved expressing myself through art, um, especially during times when I felt like I couldn't express myself um, in everyday life. And so to know that 
there are people out there that connect or resonate with my music and art and my art. It inspires them to continue to chase their dreams and to create their own art um, and to love people harder and to be kinder to one another and to ourselves. It means the world to me. I think that's like the ultimate, ultimate compliment for sure. Now, could you tell us more about your first novel arriving May 30th, coinciding with the New York show? Yes, uh, it's, my, uh, it's a YA romance novel uh, about embracing your truth and, and realizing that we're all worthy of being loved back. And it's inspired by a music video that I directed in 2015. I've been dreaming of expanding that world and telling a full story of what I always envisioned. And so to be able to make this book and to write this book and get to share this with the fans, like I'm, I'm so excited for people to get to read it and hopefully just like have it as a comfort, whether they, if they don't have comfort or support in their family life or in their community, they're able to read this book and, feel seen and validated in their experiences. I love it. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. And as so as someone who's like a writer and journalist, I always have so much respect for artists who write their own songs, much less write songs and books as well. So what is so, what would you consider some of your biggest inspiration when you write? And do you find that sometimes, although you know, unfortunate that tragedy inspires you more than happy times or is it the opposite or does it not matter? Uh, I think for me, tragedy and trauma has definitely inspired my art. (laughs) Uh, I guess for the worst and for the good, because if I hadn't gone through the heartbreak and the isolation and, and feeling like an outcast for you know, most of my life, I wouldn't have, I don't know, I, I probably wouldn't be who I am today. So I'm I'm grateful for those hardships because I've been able to turn those hardships into art and to, and be able to utilize those stories to ignite hope for others, to believe in themselves and know that they're worthy of, of finding love and to be loved back. And you, we shouldn't have to always rely on uh, representation being trauma-based and focused. And so for me, uh, creating queer narratives, uh, igniting hope has always been my number one goal. And so with this novel, it ends in hope. And that's like a really important thing. And I think as a storyteller, it's, it's quite hard to to tell stories and to keep the hope because it's, I think it can be quite easy to just kind of focus on the trauma and the heartbreak. Um, and so I am always challenging myself to, to find that hope. And I think that that's just like a good exercise for all of us um, in life in general. Great point. Great point. And I, I thank you for sharing that because I love, I always love finding out what inspires a writer. So thank you for that. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Now, I know you have your hands full because you have the tour, you have the book, you have the fragrance, everything. um, Everything's working out well. So, you know, congratulations on that. But is there anything else that you'd like to tell us that you have coming up, whether, you know, later this year or next year? Uh, 
Yeah, I well, I have a. We ch- oh yeah, we already talked about the song. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't think of any more. I can I can't do any more. Will I'm I, doing I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, it's just the tour. I would love for everyone to come out. It's going to be some amazing shows, and please, you know, support the book and um, uh, Barnes and Noble, Amazon. It's available everywhere. Um, I'm also really excited that the book will potentially be also translated and released in, in different territories um, all over the world, which will be um, amazing. And and yeah, so I hope to see you all at the shows or see you at a book signing. And I really appreciate everyone's support and everyone who's always shown up for me because I can't I can't continue my dreams with without that support and. Um, you know, I, I really appreciate it. Well, you're doing big things and great things. So thanks for joining me today. I'm so happy for you and how much your career has grown. And thank you. I can't wait to be at the New York show. Well, thank you so much. We'll appreciate your support and I will see you in New York. Yes, definitely. Can't wait to see you in New York. All right. See you then. Bye. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. That was a fun interview with the, quote, lesbian Jesus, Haley Kyoko. (laughs) (laughs) But that was good. I liked her. I like interviewing artists who are, like, around my age and who are young. Because a lot of them, like Zolita, like Haley Kyoko, are very, like, down-to-earth and fun. They make for, like, a good interview. And she's very sincere and just easy to talk to. So I really enjoy that. Plus, she has a lot of fucking things going on. So props to her. She has the new single with Steve Aoki and Galantis, Hungry Heart, which is doing really, really well on the dance charts. She's now touring on the Panorama Tour for her sophomore album. She um, just released her debut novel, Girls Like Girls. She has like a ton of things going on. Not to mention she launched, she created the first gender inclusive fragrance called hue h-e-u which became a 2022 finalist for the fragrance foundation's universal prestige award so what makes that what makes that gender inclusive um good question is that like, i mean is it pheromones <laughs> <laughs> are we blending pheromones now Oh, you know, I'm obsessed with the pheromones because I've been reading about that lately and now I want to start wearing them or seeing like what products they're in. I know I was using a soap that had pheromones in it, um, but Did I it do. work? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it started pulling, started pulling them towards me. Very um, nice. But yeah, but that fragrance sounds so interesting. Um because it's it's got a lot of accolades um and so she says that she wears her own fragrance every day and uh it smells good on everyone because of its floral notes which are coupled with like a sub subtle musk um so i like that it sounds like something i'd like um it, it does sound good but don't they have things like that now that are unisex I want it. Good question. Because I wonder what the difference is between the two, unless because I see unisex things, but I see them in a lot of like almost like 
oils and things like of that nature. I, I never really see it in fragrances. So I think maybe that's the difference. Mm -hmm. I don't um, know. I think it, I think when I go to Macy's, I always see it divided by the sexes. I never see any unisex ones at Macy's. Do you really? Well, I also just find that people start wearing what they want to wear. I have um, well, female that's the, friends. Well, that's what I think it is. I think this is like, this is deliberate, purposely being marketed as, you know, gender inclusive for anyone. Whereas I think other fragrances, they specifically market it towards either male or female, but it's just that the consumer now doesn't give a shit and they'll buy whatever they like. I true, think true. And I, I think that's the way to go with fragrance. I think that, you know, um, to be gender fluid with fragment, fragrance, because men and women like similar things when it comes yeah, and, to I, and I've, I've the smell worked. goods. Yeah, I've, there were a couple of times where like I've wore perfumes, which I didn't tell anyone it was a perfume. And they're like, oh, what's that? That smells good on you. So, you know what I mean? It, it's right. Right. Yeah. But I want to try this because it, it sounds um, really good. But she, yeah. she has a lot of shit going on. NPR acknowledged her as one of the 21st century's most influential women musicians, which I agree with. Rolling Stone said that Haley is at the forefront of and unapologetically queer pop movement you know so she's got she's doing really well so props to her yeah um and i think she's you said this um off air but that she's so gorgeous oh my god she's stunning she's she absolutely stunning she's just beautiful yeah like she really could be a model because like all like her headshots and everything and including because i she did the podcast and i uh, wrote about her for the magazine too and you should see how that feature looks in print. Like she like looks so beautiful in like all the photos. There's no wonder they call her call her the um, lesbian Jesus. She's a know, right? she's she's luminous. I mean, she's captivating. I, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, she's she, she beautiful, really... and she's very seductive. Yes, yeah, very sexy. Much like pheromones, and given you are a psychic and um, semi-witch, um, <laughs> teach everyone about pheromones. Pheromones, the attractor factor, are certain scents repel. I know a little bit. This is not my forte, per se, but um, they attract, they repel. Um, I, think, I think wear what you like. And I think that'll enhance your pheromones. That's what I found. I mean, the, because you kind of know your body and you kind of know your body scent. And I think when you pick certain um, colognes or perfumes that you like to wear, I feel that it really does enhance you. And there are certain things that, you know, people will find more attractive. Like um, I like the blue Chanel that always smells nice on me and I get compliments from that, but I've liked it instantly. So I think when it comes to pheromones, it's where what you want to know as far as being a master of pheromones, I don't know that I'm that, but um, I don't know. I just think that I think it depends. It definitely works. It's definitely something with the attraction, and yeah. it's definitely something that lures us in. I don't know about creating pheromones. Like you see all the little bottles and everything that says, "Oh, they're pheromone induced." <laughs> I don't know about that because I please I tried them when I was younger, and I wasn't getting any play. It wasn't happening that way. I had to come a little hotter than that, but um. Yeah, I, I, as far as that's concerned, the man, the manufacturer of pheromones, I'm not sure. But with your own, I think if you blend your own sense with your own body sweat and heat and everything, I think you'll, you'll attract what you would like. Oh, that's so interesting. Sounds like a little bit of a spell. So pheromones are... <laughs> 
pheromones are substances. <laughs> pheromones are substances which are secreted to the outside by an individual and received by a second individual of the same species. That's the technical term. Um, and yeah, they induce activity in other individuals, such as sexual arousal. So basically, mm. you want to wear them if you're trying to attract someone specifically or just anyone in general because you're looking for like a boyfriend or like romantic relationship or you really just have a dry spell and you want to get laid oh my god i had this woman um when i used to hang out at a club here in south jersey the coke girl used to smell me she used to love my natural scent not even with cologne she just your pheromones are phenomenal i'm surprised you don't have a million men around you and i was like what and then, so I ended up going up to random people and asking them to smell me. <laughs> <laughs> and well, they were like, you do, you do smell really good. And I'm like, I don't know if it's my pheromones or my soap. <laughs> oh. You know what it is? A lot. When I'm really attracted to someone, especially when there's mutual attraction, I fucking like, I, I love like their natural, like, like smell. I feel like everyone has a natural smell to them. Um, so I believe in all of that. Uh, that no, yeah. I definitely believe scent plays a major, major role. I mean, there's certain things that just you get a whiff of, and you're like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> you're turning the um, you're turning the Isaac Hayes or Barry White. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. but yeah, the pheromones are definitely something, something to consider. They are. They're right up there with crystal-infused candles. Oh, that's right. You started your, your crystal-infused candles. <laughs> I am obsessed what, with these. What scents are you working with? <laughs> it's not really scent. It's uh, as much as it is um, the crystal. I've become obsessed with these because I just feel like it's such an innovative concept. And, you know, a lot of people aren't really doing it. But it makes sense when you're trying to manifest to, like use like a candle that's infused with a crystal and focus your intentions on it but it has to be a crystal which um aligns with your intention you know sure. yeah like a rose quartz for like love um a loving relationships friendships whatever it be fire agate if you really are attracted if you like really want to get laid you want a passionate relationship you know what i mean are you like yes, yes. I love my crystals. I started collecting them. I have different ones and, you know, I have a collection of um, different heart-shaped crystals in my bedroom. Why not? It's the bedroom. And, I'm, you know, I've gotten into them lately, you know, and I have different different kinds, different shapes, different sizes. You know, they're a lot of fun. And I agree with the power of prayer and intention and working your moons from here to there. Um, they, they do ignite some changes. They do, right? Yes. I love yeah. wearing them. Like, I mean, of course I have like actual crystals that like you put around like the, the house or what have you, but I love wearing like crystal bracelets and things like that because you know they look good, but people won't realize that they actually have meaning and intention. Right, that they have a little bit of power behind them. And yeah. I, I, you know, I do think they help the body as well. I think they're, you know, oh, they biologically, they do. Yeah. they bring calmness. And I do believe in hematite taking away negative energy and smoky quartz and all that. Like, you know, I've done readings where I've held on to some smoky quartz just to let things go. And when I was a young psychic and I, I was mentoring under Rosalie, who was, um, she taught me 
like a gray mist, kind of like the green mile where he blows out the gray mist. And I would take a clear quartz and hold it over my heart, take a deep breath and exhale out the funky energy of people and the dark energy of people. Because as a young psychic, you're taking in a lot of different things yeah. and you're not so protected. So that was interesting. And that's she's basically introduced me to crystals. And we used to talk crystals and oils and pheromones and everything. Ooh. Uh, yeah, black tourmaline is another favorite of mine. Black tourmaline is really good because it, it protects against EMF, electromagnetic uh, field. Um, and I think that's good. Electromagnetic radiation, rather. And I think that's really good, um, especially if you live in, like, a city or you live somewhere where you're around, like, a lot of, like, like cell phone towers or, like, like it, it, it's just good. If you don't live in a rural area, I just really feel like you should have, like, black tourmaline. Um, yeah, that's really good. Black tourmaline is really nice. It's very uh, powerful. I like obsidian. I love black obsidian. Um that's a good one too to clear out some energy and cleanse some energy. Black obsidian, yeah, that yes. is. Good. I saw um one of my favorite sites. I wish I'd get like some endorsement with them because I've been buying a lot of shit from them lately. Is um karmaandluck.com. I've heard of them. What did Actually, you get from? I shouldn't be giving the website out if I'm not getting paid for it. <laughs> but sure. I and <laughs> mouth um. But yeah, like I like their pieces a lot. But like you could find like like pieces that are also really pretty at like a little like spiritual shop as well. Yeah, when I was in Philly, um, Garland and Letters was really nice. It, it, I used to get a lot of stuff there. You have to be careful where you get your shit though, because you don't oh, know who yeah, puts juju on stuff. You told me that one time. You raised a good point about that. Yeah, I mean, be careful with botanicas. I mean, if what you believe is what you believe, but be careful where you get your stuff. If you're going to get crystals or if you're going to get um, candles or anything you're working, if you're working your moons and um, it's just be mindful. You know, you want to, I tell people if they're going to choose things like that, try to go to a place that's in alignment with you and your beliefs. Like I said, I'm not against what people believe in. So it's whatever works for you. But like I said, I just think it be mindful of things. Because you want to make sure you're getting good shit and um, that, you know, you're safe and protected. Good points. So as we close out, raising a glass to the lesbian Jesus, Haley Kiyoko. But stunning angel. Manifestation. Yes. <laughs>